0: Welcome, survivors of the apocalypse. You've made it to the Zcast. You're home for the zombie apocalypse, and we're glad you made it here safely. We'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 5, The Unknowns, or Fear of the Unknown, whichever their title you're going with. I'm Brad, and joining me tonight on this adventure through Z Nation are... Susan.
1: And Rianne.
0: And if you love some zombies like what we're doing here, go ahead and drop us a five-star review on whatever podcasting program you're using. Those reviews not only help us get notes, but help get the show out there as well. And the more people who know about Z Nation, the better.
2: Call in your comments to 470-30-ZCAST. That's 470-309-2278. Leave the podcast a voicemail at znationpodcast.com. Or send us zmail at znationpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Tumblr at zcastpodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Instagram feed at Z Nation Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at ZCastFans and tag us in your tweets, hashtag ZCast, and they just might end up in our feedback segment. You can also join us on Facebook for episode discussion and zombie fun, facebook.com slash group slash Z Nation Podcast.
1: This episode, who has two names listed on the interwebs, was written by Craig Engler, And directed by J.D. McKee. When a mysterious sound renders the group unconscious, they wake up trapped in wooden boxes. Things only get worse when they're released one by one and discover they need to perform certain tasks in a vast zombie-filled facility. The hope for escape is slim as the sound continues to reset them into captivity. Is this where we all go? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: yeah, that's pretty much how it works. No, I'm just going to start it out with this. This is what we're starting out with. What is that? Dog food. I love dog food.
2: Mm, good, not even stale. Hint of chicken, subtle notes of corn, and fortified.
3: That's puppy chow. Hmm. Chow chow's my stuff, man. Oh, remember in Kansas, when we were so starved, we couldn't even walk? I and mean, when we found that
2: 50-pound bag of gravy train. Man, I can taste it now. Add a little water, warm it up in the sun to get that gravy going. That's the next best thing to home cooking.
0: I just, yeah.
1: <laughs> you gotta be
2: desperate.
0: Chow oh chow's God. my thing, man. Oh,
1: I mean, if you think about it... Um, Sarge and 10K, they've been living most of their life in this apocalypse. They mm-hmm. probably don't know much about the cuisine before the apocalypse. So. Well, you really yeah, eat I the dog food. Happy Child's where it's at. Hey,
0: look at uh, Mad Max. You know, this, <laughs> it's, he was eating dog food with the dog, and that's stuff that stays around for a while. It's good food. You can eat it. That's right. Okay. I have occasionally tasted dog food just because. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for the dogs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I know. It's like uh, they say it was like one of the place. It was like this all natural dog food. It was made of like like four ingredients. It's like you could eat it. and I'm like really. Hmm. I said, yeah. This has no flavor. <laughs> and Max was like, We're move over, yet. Dad. I want the food. I'm like, okay, dude. You take it. <laughs>
1: So, well, as long as the dog likes it. Yeah. Or 10K.
0: Yeah. Or, or Doc. Or yeah, whoever. You're not going to be picky in the apocalypse because, you know, no. things go bad.
1: Oh, man. Like, if I don't have my air conditioner, just I'm checking out. Yeah.
0: Like being in the <laughs> middle of the apocalypse and all of a sudden there's a truck there that goes all maximum overdrive on you?
1: Uh,
2: but it's filled with snacks.
1: Possibly.
0: Possibly. <laughs> so how was the truck driving by itself?
1: I think it was all remote. Yeah, we're all yeah. on remote. Yep. It's a what do you, what do they call it a honeypot? Right, just trying to lure people mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. and do and it was probably rigged up to do stuff like you know start on its own stuff to get you to come back. See, I just assumed everything was on sensors and, like, whoever was running it, like, the sensor got tripped and they were, pro- they were probably not ready yet. And then they hurried and they're like, oops, they're walking away. Let's do something to get them to come back.
0: So you're saying that the truck was remote and it wasn't caused by a comment that caused a radiation storm on Earth that caused machines to turn to life and turn against their makers?
1: No, because this isn't written by Stephen King. This okay. is written by Carl, and Carl's pretty evil all on his own. Well, Maximum Overdrive
0: <laughs> did have Bart Simpson in it, after all.
1: Oh yeah, the
0: voice actress. <laughs> yes, the the voice actress <laughs> was in Maximum Overdrive, and I remember seeing that movie. Go, my god, that's an annoying voice.
1: It is right.
0: <laughs> because she was so needy. But oh, anyhow, oh,
1: that's putting in an that's making an understatement on that. Yeah, but we're talking about Z Nation. Right.
0: Yes, Z Nation. So all of a sudden. He, the sound comes up, and they knock him out, and they wake up, and Warren is by herself in Fight Club.
2: No, it's Resident Evil.
0: Res- okay, well, <laughs> Resident Evil.
2: A little of both, yeah.
0: That was kind of an interesting thing, and I'm not sure. We kind of went through this the entire thing, and the sound kept knocking him out.
1: Right. And
0: mm-hmm. I don't think this is the same sound. I Is it the same sound that took everybody else or not?
1: I don't think so, but it might be connected. I mean, I did notice that it took long, as the show, as the episode progressed, it appeared that it was taking longer and longer to knock them out every time. So I was kind of wondering if it lost its, like you it would adapt to it over time. Um, But I was wondering if something like that was used on Sun and and Red, which would explain why there was no struggle, signs of struggle. There was no sign of... um, but were they in those boxes? Maybe not. They could, I mean, they were in a completely different state. They could be stuck at another facility or
0: who knows. Well, they did say that there was something in that facility that they were trying to get to.
1: Right. And I was kind of wondering if maybe it was the ground zero for the, you know, the apocalypse. Maybe. It maybe could there's be, a cure down there or something.
0: It could be something. Now, one of the things that got me about this, because we had this... um uh, The the sound that happens. And if we fall back to the camp where not everybody heard the sound, like, you know, um, Sun was inside the tent and then everybody else disappeared, right? Mm -hmm. There are things, sonic and ultrasonic weapons that are out there that are uh, target generated. So we're all standing in a line. It's targeted towards uh, Rihanna. Susan and I don't hear it and you just go crazy and pass out.
1: Right. Which is weird because something like that's been actually been happening at the American embassy in Cuba.
0: Right. Exactly. That's yeah, exactly yeah. right. So
1: there's been like, some. I mean, I, I thought that watching it the second time, I have to admit, I enjoyed the episode more once I watched it the second time. Cause like when the first time you're watching it, you don't really understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. The second time I kind of enjoyed it a lot more and I kind of was paying attention to the sound and how long it was taking for them to get knocked out. And, um, I thought that the, the I, I think the sound was affecting the the entire interior of the facility. So I thought that was interesting because remember 10K got knocked out on the, when he was going across that um, ladder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was wondering if he got knocked out because somebody had finished their task and they just knocked them all out at once, which would mean that you'd have kind of a high Death rate. (laughs) If you get knocked out at the wrong time, right? But um, the sound was interesting because I think it opens up that there is someone else out there other than Zona. They're using this weaponized sound technology, which could easily explain why Red and Sun and the rest of the group vanished. And also, if it's not directed at you, maybe it makes you crazy, like the poor guy that was in the cabinet who couldn't even talk. So,
0: well, it can. And
1: Sun might have been immune because she was asleep.
0: That very well could be a case, too. But there are signs out there that, yeah, these sound weapons that they have can cause physical damage. I mean, uh-huh. like ultrasonic sound can cause internal damage to your body. So there are things out there. I mean, it's it's a crazy killer world out there, so you don't want to mess with it. And is it directed in the facility? Possibly because when they first escaped out of the facility, they kind of got hit with it because the door was open. And the second time you could hear it in the background, right? But Murphy shut the door. But yeah, they shut the door and they got out. But still, we have to go on the fact that who is putting those coffin things all over the place is the boxes. Uh, Yeah. Because there were ones on the outside because they knew they were going there. Right.
1: They wanted to see if they could escape. I think that was what the experiment was because I think there was a recognition that this group was different. They worked together. They were efficient. They got the job done probably better than a lot of the other people they had had in the mm-hmm. facility. And um, I think they wanted to see, they probably wanted to see how they escaped so they could anticipate it in the future. What they didn't anticipate was Lucy. Cause if you noticed Lucy, there were six coffins when they escaped but Lucy wasn't among them, so there was only five the first time. Mm-hmm. And then Lucy was still on the loose, and that's how she managed to go get her her boyfriend Zombie to Carson open the boxes.
0: <laughs> this is Carson. He's fine.
1: Yeah, there's a little flirty there. Daddy mm-hmm. noticed. Didn't like it. Like hey.
0: <laughs> well, because he can't see, he can't talk to any of the zombies anymore. So that's his uh-uh. problem.
2: That's right. He doesn't know if Carson has good
1: intentions or not. (laughs) Exactly. There's a little flirt in there in Lucy's eyes. I don't think Daddy liked it. That was actually kind of cute, I thought. Mm -hmm.
0: We had a lot of uh, trauma stuff going on this episode. We had uh, 10K, you know, had to bring Doc back to Mm -hmm. life. Right. Because uh, he broke the hammer. sorry,
2: Lily. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Had to talk Warren down and everybody else, too.
0: Right. And then Sarge got stuck in a room with a new friend who wasn't so nice and totally got what he deserved. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I I thought that was... I think this is the first time that Z Nation has addressed the threat of rape against one of the female characters, and I thought they handled it really well. Because she beat the crap out of him, for one thing. (laughs) Right, But, um, I mean, it was acknowledgement that there's going to be jerks in that environment, you know. But I thought they handled it really well, and I like the way Lily kept going. So.
0: Yeah. It didn't seem to phase her that much. She was ready for it. And I mean, she, she's able to defend herself. She's a t- child the apocalypse and Henry Rollins raised her, right?
1: Right. And it's, yeah. and it's clear now he wasn't her father, but a father figure. And uh, he apparently saved her when her zombified family trapped her in a trunk for nine days. So that was pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, think, I guess I like the acknowledgement of the PTSD, that they're going to have PTSD. And I like the way she got Warren to visualize and control her breathing, which is actually how you do control PTSD anxiety attacks. I suffer from them. So I, I really like that. Um, but I also liked the fact that we got to see a little bit more of 10K and Doc's father-son relationship. Um, just the way they're real in sync with each other. I mean, 10K it, it, even saying, you know, what is it? Dog food is, is you know, my thing or man. I mean, he was kind of talking like Doc a little, which I thought
0: was cute. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, great with was them fun. this episode. I, I had a lot of fun with that.
1: Um, I thought a lot of the stuff with the interactions with the characters was really good. I mean, we had that dynamic 10K. Murphy don't like each other. Murphy's still trying to connect with Lucy. You know, Warren's still on her mission. We got to know a little bit more about Sarge. Um, all of that was really good. But I did y'all notice that um Warren's hand was trembling? They they made a point of showing it a few mm-hmm. times, even before her panic attack. It's the same hand that she saw the glove on. Yeah. And she's like, I can't stay here.
0: It's the same hand that she was having the problems with in the in the camp when we when episode Uh, whenever they got out of uh, Zona, she was doing that same thing. When when Mm -hmm. Susan and I were talking about her being stuck on a train, you know, ice, never stone piercer. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) she's stuck doing the movements on there, but yeah, her hand is definitely Uh has an issue with it.
1: Yeah, like like I, I kind of felt like there was some kind of like when her hand was trembling, like it was like maybe something somewhere else was. Compelling her, activating her, pulling on her. So I thought that was an interesting moment. And going back to her need to, to, to uh, stop the black rainbow from happening. Which we found out that, that not many people know about or nobody else knows about because of, of her interrogation of that one dude.
0: <laughs> right. But we also find out there's been a lot of Zona people that were down in that area too. Whatever this is.
1: That was scary to me because Zona seems very powerful, but there's an entity that's more powerful than Zona. Oh, my God. That's a reason for concern.
0: And how long have they been trying to get into this facility and holding people and setting up all this? It seems like there's a lot of stuff going on that even the guy saying, you know, they're trying to get something deep inside there. They're giving the tools to get there, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. every event that they do, they have the tools they need to get through the chore that they got to do. So right. if it was that simple, they should be able to clear it out a little bit better. I mean, if it's just Z's, they should be able to, you know, track them up and do it. There's like a big something else going on. But mm-hmm. I and then I go, how is this going to tie back in with everything else?
1: I don't think it's a standalone. I think it's a misconception to it, think it's a standalone. Well,
0: that's it better not be a standalone or else we yeah, yeah, like. Yeah, because
1: a bunch of people going, Oh, it was a return to the standalone episode. And I'm like, I don't think this is a standalone. I think this is gonna this is plugging into something much more sinister.
2: Right. We'll see. We'll see.
0: No, there was too much going on in this episode for it to be a standalone.
1: Mm-hmm. Agree. Yeah.
0: There was just but it, so I'm the episode itself, I was like, eh because of what was going on and we had no answers the entire time and other than a little couple hints, but I mean, it was pretty good, but I still not my favorite season, not my favorite episode of the season so far.
1: Yeah. I liked it better on a second viewing.
0: Okay.
2: Maybe, (laughs) but it it did bring up some good questions at the end. Like, you know, what's going to happen to, uh, to Murphy now? How's he going to react to that bite?
1: Die. Oh,
0: I don't know. <laughs> well, we can't forget that Murphy's still eating himself. And he was like, he said, you know, like threading the needle. So he's eating his scar, which is very yeah. weird. Is that the only place on his body that heals up? No, I don't. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was, it was kind of bizarre. But yeah,
1: I, I, I kind of wonder if he's trying to reinfect himself to be what Lucy is. To connect with her. I could so see that. Maybe that bite will help then. But will it? But will it? Because he it, got yeah. bit by a mad Z. Okay. Well, then we'll see.
0: It could be There's the some of...
1: things with the Z's that I noticed this time, which were interesting. One was that the mad Z's kill the regular Z's. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because that's why Lucy turned back. Because the mad Z's started attacking her zombie boyfriend. And... Yeah. Um, they the all the zombies react to Roberta, so she's some kind of one, but she's not invisible to them. Right. So I mean, I thought that was was something to think about. And it seems Lucy has some control over the regular Z's because she got the regular Z's not to attack uh, Team Bite Mark when they got out of those boxes. So I thought that was interesting as well because I was kind of wondering how much power she actually had over mm-hmm. over disease yeah but I think Murphy is donezo unless Lucy bites him and reinfects him How would be but then again who knows what what's going to do to him because he got bit by a mad Z yeah
0: it's really hard mm-hmm. to tell I don't know um, side note because <laughs> I just got really distracted by this <laughs> and had to post it uh, either A Check out our Facebook group for the post that I just posted to, or check out Keith Allen's Twitter picture that he literally posted of a picture of him and it. <laughs> I'm just, that's all <laughs> just I'm giving like you right there. True. It is by far, yes, amazing. So there you go. I'm sorry. Sorry for the interruption. I'm well. sorry. I'm sorry for my behavior today
2: crossing podcasts now that's great
1: <laughs> um there i thought oh, that the episode i like i said uh, the first view i was like oh i think i'm gonna put this with uh what's it plan 47 and and the episode with doc um in the three weird women like oh i might skip this on rewatch but um when i watched it again i appreciated it a little bit more because of the interactions with the characters and the team and it was just really obvious that whereas other people were you know like the girl who who killed the dude for the crowbar and stuff their teamwork is what helped them survive as opposed to what other people were doing and and i just I ended up appreciating the episode a lot more because of those interactions. And I do like the mystery of the sound. And I think the sound is going to come back. And I think it has um, maybe something to do with red and, and sun disappearing. Hmm. So no matter, even Carl says, you have a weird way of saying dead until I see corpses or zombies. They're out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's right. got to see the bodies.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Until there's bodies, it hasn't happened. Holden's coming back. 5K lives. That's all right. Amen. They're all coming back. We saw the body of the man. He's dead. Yeah. That's what we've... This though is
1: our... though um, Joseph Gat did say that he had been notified that the man was going to be seen in the season finale. Flashback. Yeah. That's what I think. That's too. the
0: flashback showing <laughs> that he is the one who died and... Five K was taken off by the crows. Yes. So that way when they come back <laughs> next year, Holden is another year older and he's actually fitting into the timeline now.
1: <laughs> there you go, Brad. It's perfect.
0: I'm, I'm going for it. That's why I'm pulling for. My I know.
1: There. I think you should, because I like little Holden Goyette. I think he's a cutie. He's mm-hmm. he's a great little actor. Yeah.
2: Looking forward to seeing him again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he will be back. Yes. I hope. Please, Carl. Please.
2: Yeah, because they listen to us.
0: Yeah,
1: I <laughs> <laughs> you know. That.
0: Maybe. Right. So, what do we got left on this one?
1: Um, let me think. I think that just basically it was it was a nice little addition to the mystery. I did see some conversation and feedback from people saying they like the mystery. They like what's going on with the season, but they want answers sooner. They're going to start getting annoyed, which I think is kind of like the lost, the lost syndrome where it's like, yeah, yeah. we like a little mystery, but can I, can you start throwing us some answers here? So I'm, I'm hoping the show starts throwing some, some answers our way. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think we need some. I mean, um, the suspense will only go so far.
2: Yeah. yeah I'd and, like to know where everyone disappeared to. That'll be the next yeah, mystery.
1: And and Murphy, so. Murphy is a lot of debate conversation about what he's doing, eating himself. I saw a lot of com- comments about they think people feel like he's becoming a better person. Um, and now he's been. So, <laughs> what's gonna happen now? So. How do you
0: become a better person by you're eating yourself? I just I don't. <laughs>
1: mm. <laughs> I think it's because I think people are equating it that he's trying to connect with his daughter, that he's trying to reinfect himself so he can be what right. Lucy is, like he could be again. connected to her. Um, I thought it was funny when he tried to call her Lulu and she's like, don't call me that. You uh-huh. know, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I do feel that M- Murphy has evolved, but I did notice in this episode that, you know, he talked to Doc about basically, you know, taking away Warren's leadership position. So he's still Murphy. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. but at least he's trying to some degree but now that he's bitten what will happen i don't i don't know i, I don't i assume he's not going to die because i think keith allen is too important to the show to to kill but i could definitely see them doing something where he's know <laughs> poor dude's going to evolve again or change mm-hmm. into something different so yeah. but what is that going to be what does that mean
2: yeah it can mean a lot of different things so, their physically, emotionally, or his
1: uh, abilities. What's going to abilities? Mm-hmm. Yeah, i and I think that I'm kind of starting to wonder, quite honestly, if Zona let them go. If they let Murphy and Warren go on purpose for something, and um, I'm kind of curious to see how. You know, the, I I don't think we're going to see the last of the founder.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh no, I don't think we are either. I right. think they're definitely going to come back at a later date.
1: Yeah, so it's just and so. I, to- I don't know. I'm really curious about how things are going to shake out. I, like I said, I do think that they need to start throwing us some answers, maybe small ones, um, like where Citizen Citizen Z, House Cut Kat- uh, Kaya, and the Skya doing. You know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
0: That I'm looking forward to. I really want to go on that route yeah. and see where where they are on this whole thing. And mm-hmm. I know this season is about uh, Warren's journey, but, yeah, I need some Kai in the sky. I need to know where uh, Susan Z is. We need to jump into that and find out some other stuff.
1: I want to know where Red is. I want to know where Sun is. I want to know where what Addy's up to. Um like I said, I like the mystery aspect, but it there's things that I'm missing, and I do recognize the fact that I think there was almost a, um, Delandre was talking about there was almost a writer's strike before the season air uh, was written and filmed, and uh, I know that they, they had a lot of budget issues before the season, but um, I don't know, I really, I love all the characters so much, I kind of really, I feel like I need to see them and know they're okay, or at least, you know, come to terms that they're no longer with us, you know, that kind of thing, so. Yeah. Yeah. We just want to know. I <laughs> yeah. just want to know.
0: Tell us stuff and things. We like stuff and things.
1: Yeah. Stuff and things. Stealing it from another show, but you know, it still works. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, well uh, we
1: got an
2: email from yep. Christina. And we got it like after the last episode before this episode. Um and she's enjoying this season so far and wants to ship Warren and Murphy. And no. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll ship them as best friends, but not
1: yeah. lovers. Ugh, no. that's kind of like
2: that. That's as far as I'll go. Um, she also said that uh, she thinks Z Nation is establishing Murphy has evolved. Uh, and she agrees it's not a complete transition because, you know, he's Murphy.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, He's always going to be arrogant and self-preserving, but is not going to hurt Warren. Um uh, And with all that being said, she does think that Murphy misses his power. Of course, yes. (laughs) It's really smarting over his relationship with his daughter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's sure that Murphy will become a cannibal if only to get closer to what he used to be. And is wondering if eating brains and flesh will reignite his Z virus that is currently dormant.
1: I think all of us are thinking along those lines. I think that's that's where our... our uh, I think everyone's agreeing that he's trying, but the question is, will, is the Z virus dormant in him or is it completely cured? Like, everyone keeps saying he's cured, but is he?
0: Yeah, is he really cured or is it just a oh phase that he's going through?
1: Right. Yeah, it's just, yeah,
2: another part of his evolution, so...
0: A lot going on with that. Uh, Is that all you got for that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was a long email. We had to cut it down, but (laughs) those were the major (laughs) points we got out of
0: it, Christina. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Uh, We got two voicemails here. We'll pull the one from Anthony first.
3: Hello, ZCast. This is Anthony from Upperville, Virginia. This week's episode was good, but it opened up a whole new batch of questions. Like, what's up with Mercy still eating herself? That's getting kind of weird. And is this place, wherever the group was at, is this the same place where everybody else is disappearing too, or what? They should have checked some of those other crates. They might have found Addy or Son in there. And that sound, that noise, whatever you want to call it, I really hated that. That was driving me crazy every time I heard it. I was about ready to throw something on my TV... I hope we never hear that sound again. Anyway, that's it. Thanks. Talk to you guys
0: later. Bye. All right. Yeah, thanks for calling us back here. I think we're going to hear the sound again. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. And, yeah, I thought the same thing about the crates, but at the same time, they just needed to get out of there. I think the the longer they stayed, the more likely it was that they weren't going to get out. Right. Mm -hmm.
0: Exactly. Sadly. All right. Well, we got another e voicemail here. E voicemail from. Uh, well, yeah, it's an e voicemail. <laughs> an e voicemail. Yeah, that'll work. From a, a certain editor that we know who's in a certain place this weekend, also.
3: Hello, Zcast. Brad, Susan, Rihanna. This is Eric C. Anderson calling in from Walker StalkerCon. We're on here with Keith, Russell, Anastasia, and Matt. For the panel at 3 o'clock, I thought I'd call in and give you some inside scoop on what was said. Of course, with any panel, you have to be there live, because the fan questions are normally very repetitive, since we are in our fourth season. One of the things of, like, what is your favorite scene? Well, of course, I love Keith. He mentioned his favorite scene was, I am your Messiah, edited by yours truly, me (laughs) it's always good to get a little shout out or at least feel like you did something to contribute to the great Z nation show I got to tell you the thing that I took with me the most was the fact of the chemistry between these four actors I mean it took me back to when I worked on the show but you could really see that they are the true gem in the eye of Z nation even on stage, they were just great together, going off each other's jokes. Their questions were interesting, uh, going back and forth, engaging each other on what the, each other thought. And it really it really shows you why Z Nation is such a hit. Of course, it would have been great if Kalita was there uh, to finish it off. But we did have a surprise guest. Harold showed up for a brief second on stage. Uh, because he was there, of course, to promote his um, Lost panel, which was a little bit earlier, which was also a very cool panel to see some of that cast reunited. But he came on stage, and of course, him and Keith talked about how they were best buddies before the apocalypse, and it was a shame that he never survived. Let's <laughs> see, what else was said? Of course, um, Keith talked about directing episode four. One of the things that uh, he did during the filming of Episode 4, since it was so hot up in Spokane, it was like over 100 degrees, he basically bought a snow cone truck for the whole cast and crew to enjoy snow cones. Now, I don't know if those pictures have surfaced on the Internet of zombies eating snow cones, but if anybody has found one of those pictures, please post. Um, Of course, he also – I don't know if he got credit for it because I don't remember seeing the credit on this – but he helped co-write that episode, and he said if there is a season five, he would love to write an episode and actually direct it. So there's a little inside scoop to uh, to that. Um, let's see, what else? You know, it's like I said, they just do these little anecdotes. But I think there was one sneak peek at a future episode. Russell talked to uh, about how uh, the writer... Russell talked about how uh, the writers were very receptive to the ideas of the actors and apparently when coming up with different types of zombies since the uh, Fosters are no longer doing the makeup on the show, of course I really miss the cool zombie makeup of the week on Z Nation this season. Russell gave a little spoiler to a future episode. He talked about how uh, the writers, there's such collaboration of bringing the actors in and talking about their characters and writing in certain ideas. And Russell came up with the idea of a tanning bed. And I think it involves a zombie. I'm not quite sure on that. But be looking forward to seeing a tanning bed. They say, it'll really be good. Anyway, guys, once again, you know, the thing I took with me with seeing all the gang again is how well the chemistry is between them. Of course, there were plenty of hugs to go around. I wish there were a couple of kisses, but there were plenty of hugs to see each other. I just wanted to also take the time to, uh, I miss you guys, say I missed you guys. I miss talking to you about the show. But I also want to plug my new show, which follows the nation, Superstition. Mario Van Peebles is the lead slash director slash showrunner. I mean, uh, yeah, show creator, excuse me. Um, and there's a lot of exciting things coming up on that. If you haven't seen it, please look for it on demand or on YouTube. And of course, following Z Nation every Friday at 10 p.m. Once again, guys, I really miss talking to you. I'm glad. Can you, uh, Brad, can you imagine when you started this podcast up four years? Four years later, you'd still be doing it. So until next time, I give you mercy.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Eric. Um, <laughs> we'll actually have to talk to you about Superstition over on my other gig on Pure Fandom. So, yeah, let's talk about that later. Susan but, and I are addicted. I'm, I'm just an episode behind just because I didn't get a chance to watch it. And then we got watching Stranger Things. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh it's a great show. You gotta watch it, people. I mean, it's really freaking good. Now uh, did I think I would still be doing this one four years later? I was like, sure, if they kept doing it on sci fi, did I think I'd be doing Watchers of Anarchy for seven years? No. <laughs> <laughs> but there's that.
2: We'll put together a montage.
0: I I have no montages for this show other than you remember that time we were in, and that should be my montage. So there you go. I'm sorry for my behavior. Hey, sorry, y'all. I'm sorry for my behavior.
1: Russell today. posted a picture from Walker Stalker Atlanta with him and Melissa McBride. Awesome. He wrote he he tagged it dot crushing on Carol. <laughs> that's a that's a mashup I would kill for. I'm not gonna yes. lie. That I will
0: Russell post that Bryan on episode. our.
1: I will post that on our on our Facebook page. As that that's awesome.
0: There are um, a lot of good things coming out of that. Uh event this week, let me tell you.
1: Oh yeah, it's so much fun for us fans. I mean, just seeing our favorites, interacting with other fans, and getting scoops and stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: So tomorrow we have a episode dropping that we have an interview with somebody who was on this episode. It's rather enlightening. Oh yeah. We find out a lot of stuff, exactly what the puppy chow was, which is good, and a few other things. So that'll drop tomorrow in the evening because I get home from work and I go work out. So in the evening it'll drop. And there we are.
2: Excellent.
1: It was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm.
0: So what do, how can people get in touch with you? Rhiannon.
1: Uh, Rhiannonfreighter.com. You can see all the books I've written. I've written a lot of zombie books. I have, three, four, I don't know how many series with zombies in it. And I have vampires and other kinds of monsters too, so you can check me out there. And it'll have links to my social media where you can interact with me on Twitter and Tumblr and Facebook. I love hearing from people. I love hearing from, you know, fans in my books, and I love hearing from Z Nation fans, so check me out there. Susan? Excellent.
2: Well, you can find me over at geek girl soup um this weekend i put out a few a few tweets about stranger things a lot of them about superstition that I, uh watched on friday that like Rhiannon said we're addicted to mm-hmm. so
1: so i'm gonna keep watching that and yeah i might talk to eric too definitely
0: <laughs> so.
1: yeah try and get spoilers out of him which may not be easy
2: oh my gosh i tried he's he's a difficult one
1: Yes. I yeah. should, should give him a bonus. <laughs> He's a tough nut to crack. Oh my God, because I have yeah. so many questions about superstition. I'm totally into mm-hmm. it. It's great to watch that right after Z Nation.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm Brad CB, uh, Ramble and Brad on Instagram. I post food pictures and workout pictures and car pictures and Crap like that. Uh, you can also find me over at purefandom.com. I do some writing over there and do a podcast called Brad Court Talk with my friend Courtney, and we talk about all sorts of stuff. In fact, I was podcasting with her earlier today for like four hours, <laughs> and then I had y'all in the afternoon, so yeah. we were finishing up our um. Uh, Halloween stuff that we got coming out. So we'll have some of that dropping and I got to do a doll story. Cause I totally forgot. Y'all told me to do a doll story this week. I will mm-hmm. have one out on Tuesday, which is Halloween Guaranteed, Yay. It'll be a short one. My anniversary. Okay. I'll name it Rihanna and then we'll curse everybody. And Oh no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. I got married on Halloween. So, so
0: yeah, I, I will have a audio story out that I will link in Facebook and everywhere else. And, there awesome. you go. I guarantee I'll make it happen one way or the other. I can write something up. Sounds good. And that's it. So, uh, yeah, check out the interview we got going on tomorrow. And, yeah, check out all the stuff from Walker Soccer in Atlanta. It's going to be great.
2: Yeah. We'll get there one of these days.
0: Yeah, one day. There's people. Yeah. There's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of them is, you know, uh, what is it? patient zero and things go bad at that point in time. So
2: that's right. You don't want to be at the con when,
0: when everyone turns, not at all.
1: Yeah. It's my worst fear.
0: Uh So Susan,
1: well,
2: if Brad's story, uh, freaks you out and, uh, gets you started on a panic attack, you can let Sarge take you to your happy place. And if that doesn't work, we'll give you mercy.